Give us this day our daily bread. We're in a time of need, not just because it's January, but because it's economically difficult. Many, many things are happening in our time that are a challenge. We've got to remember that God is our provider. Amen. Everything comes from him. Everything comes from him. I want to take you to a key scripture. I want to really just this to be a message of encouragement for you today. And it says, if God is for us, hallelujah, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Hallelujah. That's Romans. Amen. God gave Jesus for us. That is the most important thing. Right now, if I was dying and I had five minutes to live, it wouldn't matter if you gave me a million pounds or a billion pounds. The most important thing would be what's going to happen in five minutes. And God has provided the way through Jesus. Do you know that? I want to remind you all that none of you are going to live forever. Sorry to be morbid. And so whether it's five minutes from now or 50 years from now, God has provided the way for you through Jesus forever. Hallelujah. The greatest act of love, the greatest act of sacrifice, more than we could ever imagine. If he did that, if that's who he is, gracious in nature, generous in nature, how will he not, here's the question, rhetorical question, how will he not also give us all things? Why would he give Jesus to save us but not all the other things that we need as well? He wouldn't do that. He does give us all things. In 2 Peter 1, Peter talks about how God has given us all we need for life and godliness. So the spiritual needs of our salvation, our lives, everything that relates to the spiritual nature that we have in our eternal nature, but also the physical needs as well. Amen? He's made us great and precious promises. We as Christians can say that we are rich on the inside. You might not have a lot in the bank account right now, middle of January. I don't know if I'm the only one. But we can say we're rich on the inside. Amen. What God has given to us is literally priceless. I don't know if anyone here struggles with kind of money worries or even is looking ahead at the year ahead and think, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. And what happens is we get sucked into focusing on these things that we can't always change. And it makes us anxious. And it makes us low. Matthew 6, the words of Jesus, hear them today. Therefore do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. And your Father knows that you need them all. Your Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So here we go. God has said through Jesus, do not be anxious about 
the physical needs of what you'll wear and drink. If you're in Christ and you know you're safe, listen, God's not going to see any of his children without. That's his promise. He's a generous father. So this is the part of the scripture that jumped out to me when I read it, because I'm sure a few of us have read it here. Do not say it. Do not even say it. Why? Because what you say with your mouth, right, and your recurring thoughts begins to get bigger. You begin to catastrophize, yeah? And you feed it. Don't say it. Don't be that way. Know that your heavenly Father Father knows all that you need. Amen? So don't be anxious for it. Listen, if you spent as much time praying as you did worrying, you'd have a really good prayer life. So we need to focus on the right things. The most important thing is that God's kingdom purposes, his righteousness, we're in right standing with God, but also we're doing his will, right? That we're telling people about Jesus, that people are coming into the kingdom, being restored. If you make that the focus of your life and look to provide for your family and look to steward the things God has got, he will provide the other things. But we always look at this end and say, I don't know how I'm going to make it work. You know, you think that people have lots of money, are really happy. They're not, they're not always you know, if my marriage was failing or, you know, something was happening to me, if I was really ill, you know, or you were really ill, God forbid, it wouldn't matter how much money you had anyway. And yet we make such a big deal out of it. We talked about significance today, feeling insignificant. And the phrase I've had in my spirit for the last few years is the battle for significance. That we do have a battle to feel, to be significant. But you've got to remember that if you're a child of the king, you are significant. You are royalty. You know, you are not, you are not the least. You are in the kingdom of God. You are eternal. And will he not also provide everything else? It doesn't mean just sit and wait for all the money to come in. You do nothing. If you're a man, you should be working unless for some reason you're not able to. But God's called us to work, hasn't he? You know, God set Adam to work before sin came, before the fall came. So work isn't some punishment from God. Work is from God. Work is adding value to God's creation. Go and rule and reign. Go and add value. You know, God gave you the tree, but your job's to cut it down and make it into a bench or whatever. He gave you the tree. He gave you the means. And ultimately, he wants his purposes to be unfolded in in the earth. Now, take that up to a society like ours where we have different jobs and tech and all of that kind of thing. But still, at the base level, everything comes from God. And we're called to steward those things that he has from us. A key scripture that comes to mind is Deuteronomy 18. Great scripture to memorize this year. God said to his people in Deuteronomy, You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is to this day. He gives you the means to create wealth. There's times when he supernaturally steps in and gives you what you need. And I've had times like that, like an incredible provision. He gives you the means. Listen, he gave you the job. He gave you the brain power. 
He gave you the connections, right? He gave you all the things you need, right? He, he gave them to you. That job you don't like right now, you prayed for it, okay? And if you don't, and listen, he will give you a different job. He will give you, he will, he will provide it for you. It comes from him. Thank him for it. And that's why we tie. That's why we give 10%. It's not just 10%. It's whatever Holy Spirit says to give, you know, because everything, it's not your money at the end of the day. It's God's resources. And for the, the temporary time that we have it and have our hands on it, we're called to steward it exactly how he wants us to do it. Exactly how he wants us to him, us to do it whatever that is if he says give that person 50 pounds they need it do it he'll he will he will give that 50 pounds back to you if you desperately need it anyway i've seen it time and time again it's good to be generous jesus said it's more blessed to give than receive so it's good to be generous good to remember that god who said to the Israelites, you're going to live in a land flowing with milk and honey. Said, I've also given you the means to create that type of life for yourself as well. Amen. God wants to provide. God is the provider. It's his nature. It's his character to do that. And so as you look at the year ahead thinking, I'm going to change my job. I'm going to do this. Whatever it is, listen, if you're in debt, think about doing a cat money program. Christians Against Poverty. I've got some leaflets here. It's not even just for people who are in debt. It's for anyone with an income. Do you have an income? And it's good to do that. You can do it with lots of different churches in the city or online. I did it years ago. They give you a great spreadsheet uh, that actually works for actually tracking what you're spending. And um, really, really helpful because we've got to steward what God's given us well. You, we, we can't squander it. You know, it's it's important to remember it's his. And hopefully that takes some of the anxiety out of thinking about provision. Because ultimately he's providing for you so that he can work through you. Are you with me? Looking after your family. Whatever it is. Holy Spirit is going to make it clear to you, I believe, what he wants you to do with what he's given you. Amen. So today if you're looking, the, looking at the year ahead, just remember he was faithful to you before. He's not let you down yet. He will provide the means and he will give you wisdom to know just what to do so that you can be generous for every good work he's called you to do. Amen. Amen. Let me just pray as we conclude our time. Lord, I just thank you that you are the provider of all things. I just pray for everyone here struggling. Lord, that they would have that great revelation of your provision, knowing that you will come through.